Break Room Breakdown, episode 24. Kobe! Is that Kobe episode? Not 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 the number eight Kobe, the twenty four Kobe. Oh, the like the new and improved Kobe. The one who dropped like sixty in his last game, Kobe. It's kind of like uh, it's the new year. Yep. So it's like you know, this is this are <laughs> second year of reselling. So you know, yep. It's crazy. Going with that with that uh, that tradition, I guess. Yep. Most deaf man. So what's good, Just, Chris? Well, I think one. All right. It's funny if you listen to some of our past episodes. We talk about Q four. It's time to bury Q4 and move on. Yeah. You know, we talked about our learning experiences and what we do next time. So, hey, Q4, it was nice knowing you. Peace. Until next time, we'll catch you on the rebound. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes we reflect a lot. It's like, all right, man, Q4 is done. What are we looking forward to in Q1? Q1 gets no love. You know that? No, because a lot of because it's like a slower time period for mm-hmm. a lot of uh, resellers out there. Mm-hmm. One, it's kind of it's winter. So yeah. it's a little bit colder outside. It's a little bit harder to source. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of, it's just kind of tough to get more items if you don't have your connections yeah. or if you don't buy in bulk or well, um, lots. Like us, like we talk about, it's cold here. There's no garage sales. Check our yard sale treasure map. There's like one. Zero. I I've, I've seen saw, one like saw, in the last week, but I, didn't, that, I it was weird. Is it that online one? Yeah. yeah it was, it was a little one. strange. And then I saw like an estate sale pop up very randomly, but you look at the stuff, you're like, nah. I'm good. Mm, pass. Pass.com. So, I mean, Q1, what am I looking forward to? I think right now, since it's slow, we take it back from, like, our last episode, it's mm. a good time to refine your store. Yep. Uh, trying to figure figure out, like, what, what <laughs> items have been selling, what items have not been selling. Exactly. Um, and then kind of just set your, your goals, what you're going to do in the following uh, months in order for you to succeed and actually um, get to that level where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, hands down. Like I said, big game planning. And I think, was it your Instagram? You posted what's well, cold outside. Was is it a good time to list? Yeah. So, yeah, that was you. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, so. People are browsing right now, you know, because there's exactly. nothing else to do. If the, if the weather is bad and it's raining outside or let's say there's it's stormy outside, it's a good time to send offers, send listings yep. out, or list some more, send offers. True. And um, just... People are on their phone, they're on their computers, they're mm-hmm. browsing, yeah. they're bored, they don't know what to do because they're inside, they're indoors. Exactly. No, I agree. So, mm-hmm. list, list, but the thing is, we have to have those things to list. So, that's one thing we're, I'm running into a little bit is, all right, I'm kind of, the world's kind of running a little drier, mm-hmm. but um, like you said, always good to refine your store now and, um, yeah, man. In some listings, we put them back up. Yeah, that so I've been always, actually I've been doing that lately. That's been helping me. And um, well, one talking about that glitch glitch gate. Yeah. Or what do they call eBay glitch gate? Yeah, it Man. is glitch gate. They um still I'm still finding listings that have missing details, and I've just been ending them, starting them over. Uh-huh. I'm not even really switching the price yeah. because nah. if if they have any missing details, that item's not even going to show up. So exactly. it didn't really even give it the chance to be out there and see if people even want to buy it at that price point. Yep. So I've been just modifying it, adding all the missing details, maybe uh, rearranging the title mm-hmm. to make it flow better because I can tell from my old listings versus my new listings, I always follow that format where it's uh, um, the brand. Well, if it's vintage, I put vintage first, yep. then the brand. Then the if it the gender, mm-hmm. the size, and then the keywords. Mm. So that's how I do my listings. Okay. And I can see my old ones, man. They were all over the place. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mine still are now. But hey, 
that's good, man. And if it's working, it works for you. Yeah. I think the thing with that is as long as you have those details in there, you should be straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but just reading it you know, from left to right, I can see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So what are um, – so let, let, let's touch base a little bit on that. Um, like we said, we've been reselling. This is going to be your – this is our second year reselling. Technically. So, technically, yeah. So, I mean, when I first started and when you first started, what what, what were some things that you wish you would have known – now, mm-hmm. that you know now that you yeah. want to share with other resellers that are starting because mm-hmm. when you're looking at Instagram and you're looking yeah. at YouTube and you're looking at Facebook uh-huh. or wherever your your social media platform's at yep. you see nothing but the highlights right exactly you see everyone out there killing the game like yep. everyone's like man everyone's making 100 100 200 300 1000 yeah. dollars a day yeah it's crazy and you're just like dang like how did how did uh-huh. they get there yep. but they don't not a lot of resellers and not a lot of uh, people that are being successful really mm-hmm. share how long it really took them to get there. Yeah. So what are some tips to new resellers? Some tips? Or mm-hmm. some, some things I wish I'd have known first, definitely, is how to ship properly. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think we touched base on other pods. I've wasted hundreds of dollars of shipping, like ridiculous yeah. amounts. I mean, just knowing flat rate and other things and weighing it, because I mean, like I told you guys for a long mm-hmm. time, I was a guy who didn't weigh anything. I just esti- guesstimated it. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, it's like, yo, if I'd have had the shipping on point, I'd have been good. If I'd have had a scale and all that stuff initially, it took me like four or five months to even get a scale, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to use the one here at work. Mm-hmm. So definitely that's huge. Um, and just being more organized. Mm-hmm. Organization is key. There's um, Tech and Sport, one of the biggest reseller, uh, eBay resellers in the game. It's like if it, if it takes you more than 30 seconds to find the item to ship, you got to refine your process. I was like, dog, really? It takes you longer than that? Dog, sometimes, man, like from in between moving and the busyness, is like, mm-hmm. dog, my stuff is everywhere. Do you use the tote method? I do, but I quickly overgrew the many totes that I have, and I've been having not got more. Mm-hmm. So I need to and just get stuff organized just at my home in general because I keep everything mm-hmm. in my basement. So, no, but No, I agree 100% with you. I think uh, organization is probably one of the biggest things Huge. you need. Because you got to think about it from a, a business perspective as well. Like when you're when it's the end of the quarter, you're going to do your taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to have everything in your spreadsheet up to date. And you want to make sure that, one, I mean, it's going to help you find your item pretty quick. But it's also going to show you the analytics. It's going to tell you what categories in your whole year or your time frame you're actually succeeding in. Mm-hmm. It's going to show you how much money sure. you're losing, how much money yeah. you're actually making. And you can actually, it helps you refine your process. No, exactly. So you're going to find, okay, maybe I shouldn't be selling clothes or maybe I shouldn't be selling this exactly. because I'm not really making much money. I'm making more money selling, I don't know, candy bars or something. Seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's really important to keep track of all your sales and keep track of your inventory mm-hmm. because it, it will definitely help you not only in finding your item, but improving your store as a whole and also uh, for tax season. No, yeah, I agree. Hands down. And that was one thing I got kind of behind in that. And it was a struggle to get stuff together to mm-hmm. submit, you know, this month, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to so. lie. Like, we, we keep our stuff, we try to be as organized as we can. But even for me, like, I know I have to go back in there and update some numbers. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Whereas if I would have maybe gone in there once a week. Mm-hmm. And update because we update our inventory system so we, we know like where the totes are at and mm-hmm. where the items are at and all that stuff. Yeah. 
but we don't update all the sales. Well, so yeah. like cost of goods and then how much is sold for, how much is shipping, and then uh-huh. your total. So now I'm gonna have to go back and do yeah. one by one, one by one, which is gonna be tedious, mm-hmm. but it's probably gonna be something I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, you have to. I mean, over 600 transactions, you know. Yuck. You, you know how fun that was? I mean, it was fun, but yuck. Yuck. <laughs> so now I do it every, I do it weekly. Yeah. You know, hands down, every Friday at night or Saturday morning, just knock it out, all the sales from that week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I wish I'd have did it last year. So, yeah. guys, keep track. Keep track, track, track. Be organized. And shipping. Yeah. Shoot, my two cents on shipping is, I agree 100%. I think the first couple months maybe yeah maybe the first quarter uh-huh. i spent so much money on shipping because i didn't yeah. understand how to use like the priority shipping mail the padded mm-hmm. flat rates exactly. the, the uh, regional regional exactly. a box the regional b yeah. box and um just like the actual services yep. that um usps has for mm-hmm. for people yep um, and then I didn't understand how to use pirate ship. That's huge. Or that's I didn't even use pirate ship. That's a game changer. Excuse too. me on that yeah. one. I didn't even use pirate ship, which is it's a game changer yep. when it comes to cubic rate. Yep, for man, cubic, and cubic rate. Things, yeah. I've probably saved, I don't know, I would say hundreds of dollars on mm-hmm. cubic rate on yep. on pirate ship, and then hundreds of dollars using just priority shipping, the padded mm-hmm. flat rate, yep. and like the boxes. Man, that that is definitely a game changer. Or even too with shipping like. Learning the different methods, like FedEx has been a help too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things I've saved, no lie, on one item, like 10, 20, 10 15 bucks on just choosing FedEx. Mm-hmm. Over, like I said, over the heavier things that are smaller, they're also sometimes cubic, I believe, and they do the, the um, what is that called? Shipping home, home shipping or whatever? The smart, po- smart, smart post. Smart yeah. post. Yeah. I mean, it, the only thing is you have to add it as a selection I'm learning so the customer or the client expects it's going to take maybe a day or two later than priority mm-hmm. mail which is well, not I mean, bad you know you could always do um, like you said add it as a section and maybe choose that as your option mm-hmm. but then if you realize that priority is a little bit cheaper you can switch it exactly. and it would almost be like for example, if a, if a client buys something that's heavy and they're like alright this thing's going to show up in 7 days or mm-hmm. whatever because smart post takes a long time um, but then you find out priority is cheaper. Just shoot it, shoot, shoot it. Um, priority, the they'll receive it way faster. They'll receive it in like yeah. two or three days, and they'll exactly. be extremely happy and be like, "Whoa, this was super fast shipping." Yeah, exactly. So that's something to think about. No, yeah, I put it in the description, and I, I just add it as an option just in case I need to choose it. So, mm-hmm. but cool, man. Shoot, what else would I would say to new resellers or things that I wish I would have known when I first started? Get a printer. Oh yeah, I mean, get Period. a printer. Preferably thermal, but I mean, hey, to each his own. Yeah. That thing has been that. I told you guys earlier. That thing has changed how I think. I remember literally taking on a, on a bomb weekend. See, you were, 15, yours was crazy. <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> items to the post office, printing them off, cutting them out, mm-hmm. having to find some tape, and using four strips of tape on each item. Yeah, you're crazy. That was a hassle, and then keeping it organized. Yeah, so, so get them mixed okay. up. So this guy used to used to come to work. And Man. with all his packages, right? They weren't even ready to, to ship out. No. He would go to the post office Dog. and do it there. Dude, it was horrible. You it don't want to do that. It'd be, it would take like 45 minutes to... Yeah, no, nah, you don't want to do that. No, I don't ever so, do that. So, I mean, for me, we just use a regular printer. We don't have a thermal just yet. It's probably something I probably should invest in. Well, I got to show you the depending Bluetooth on, one. Yeah, depending yeah. on like... Well, because like we're selling a lot more than we used to. Yep. Um, I'm using just like a regular printer, cutting that out, taping it. I could probably shave some time, but the way we have things set up at home, 
is um, we kind of have it in assembly line almost, mm-hmm. where like it, it it really doesn't take too long. But if I increase the volume of how much I'm selling, I'm probably going to be better off with um, a thermal. I'm shaking my head, yes, you will. Yeah, and I mean, there's other benefits from a thermal too. You don't have to buy printer, exactly, uh, or ink, mm-hmm. which ink can be really costly. Yep. Um, but then, and I think the what the, the thermal uses like the sticky paper, but the sticky paper is cheaper than the ink. Exactly. So. And when I bought mine, mine came with a thousand sticky papers, like a thousand labels. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So you almost have to think about how you evaluate or how you value your time. Exactly. So think about it as like you're. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say like you're a product, but like you're kind of like a product, right? And how much you're worth. You know, if your time is is worth. I don't know if it's worth like twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. Then make sure what you're doing is worth it. Exactly. So that comes even with like things that, because I know when I went back and when we first started sourcing, I didn't know how to source right. Mm-hmm. So that's where that plays in because if you're buying an item, or buying or sourcing an item from the store and you're only making like two or three dollars, was it really worth it? Because mm-hmm. exactly. I think that takes it brings it back to the uh, average cost. Yep. The average cost and your average sale price. Exactly. Um, for me personally, our goal is always to stay around thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. And That's a good goal. I don't like. I don't like really. I. I mean, I'll do it because some of it is bread and butter. Mm-hmm. It's things that I know is going to flip fast, and that's yep. the one thing. If you're going to source items that are going to flip fast, and you know you're going to make the five dollars or or the ten dollars fast, mm-hmm. then do it. Then do it. But if it's an item that you're going to be holding on to for two or three months yeah, it's not it. worth it yeah take it in, our, in, in my in my opinion mm-hmm. um chris he's on his own on that one but yeah to me it's not worth it because i can mm-hmm. use that time to source better items yep. or to do some research on items mm-hmm. or figure out where the trend's at the only way i would do that if i have a replenishable good mm-hmm. like you know 10 plus where you, mm-hmm. you can take easy pictures and you just list them if you make five bucks a pop off that that's different you know but for one off item like to make two dollars off a dress that you have to measure and you know exactly. have the right lighting and you know put it perfectly the, the list, no time is money. Time is definitely money. Yes, that's crazy. We're over here just just preaching today. No, hallelujah. <laughs> 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 no man, we have to man, cause like you know what I'm saying this is this is the lifestyle now. It's funny. I literally when we started, it was like oh it's a hobby. I just want to make a couple hundred bucks a week mm-hmm. or a, what is it, a month i just want to make a couple hundred extra dollars a month and then it comes out like yo i actually like this it's kind of fun mm-hmm. so it's like it came a hobby now it's kind of a lifestyle mm-hmm. you know it is a lifestyle it makes you really think about things differently especially when you're buying new like when you're buying everyday mm-hmm. items yep. or you're buying like clothes for yourself or for mm-hmm. your family or yep. anything that you're doing you kind of start thinking about it like is it really worth spending that much money no hands down on like let's say a shirt from the mall that costs you 30 bucks you're like ah, i know i could probably find it later yeah exactly. so you start thinking you're in changing your perspective and you just yeah. like i feel like it's making you i'm not gonna say it's gonna make you like you're not gonna be no cheapskater right like you're not a cheapskate you know, but you're frugal you're a little frugal it's gonna help you it makes you just like understand how much because mm-hmm. you know what because you're actually putting t- your time mm-hmm. and you're seeing your growth yeah. you're like okay if I buy this items, it's actually going to take me a couple more hours or a couple hours to replenish exactly. that money I just spent. Yep. So it kind of just like creates that that like thought process in your mind. Yeah, and you know what's funny too about it, just kind of random too. But 
how we are now this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. My fashion sense has gotten crazy. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. My wife's like, Chris, you gonna really wear that out? Yes, it's a one-of-a-kind vintage single-stitch T-shirt. You ain't gonna see <laughs> nobody with this. She's like, fine. You know, so it's like, it's kind of cool, too, though. I had that mindset, like, what? Only cat rocking a windbreaker or mm-hmm. a, a starter puffy jacket that nobody has, you know. Just I think I cool, definitely you know? diversify my wardrobe as well. Like even this, what I'm wearing right now, you guys mm-hmm. can't see it, but it's a, it's a vintage, like a not Christmas sweater, but it's mm-hmm. like a shoot. What is this? Cable knit. It's like that thick. I'm gonna call it cable knit. It's like a cable knit. I'm call it Bill Cosby sweater. Too. Bill Cosby ish. Can we can we say Bill Cosby? I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that, uh, is that sweater that be, yeah. that beware of? Uh. Exactly. It's that dad sweater, man. Like, no, I like it. It's comfy. I'd, I'd wear it. I ain't going to lie. Shoot. So what, what, else, what other tips? Oh, okay. So the reason we're bringing up like kind of like New Year, what we've learned, what we reflected is because when we first started, we didn't really have that much guidance. Mm-hmm. We did see the YouTube videos and everything like that. But we recently got a message from a listener, and he was asking. Shout yeah, out to you. He was asking, well, he asked me, because Chris, I don't know if you read it, but he mm. asked, like, how long does your items, like, how long, when you source an item, how long mm. does it take for you to flip it? Yeah. And do you use buy it now, or do you use um, the auction, or mm. both? Yeah. So, well, I, I responded to him, and I'll let you guys know what I said, but I want Chris to think about it, and, and what do you think about that? I'm, you know, it's funny, because when I first started, I did everything auction. Because that's what I knew. Hey, eBay's mm-hmm. about auctions. You know, put the seven-day boy up and let it ride. And whatever it sells for, it sells for. Mm-hmm. And then you just grow more product knowledge and buy it now. Buy it now is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have some slower-moving items. Or, or there's some cases where auction could make you more money if you had that rare item that mm-hmm. I saw a guy sell something for. I think it was like $900 he got from an estate sale. He didn't know how to price it. He said, I'm going to let the market determine it. And it sold for over $1,000. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I mean, it's a give and take, depending depending on the item. Because mm-hmm. I know if you look at a lot of the sold comps too, you'd be like, "That sold for that cheap? Oh, it's a it's auction. That sold for that? That's it? Oh, mm-hmm. it was an auction." So it just really depends, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I responded back, and basically for me, um, I use a lot of buy it now. Um, usually, I I don't really do a lot of auctions. Usually for us and our system, our store. When we want to churn something fast or we have an item that we've had forever mm-hmm. and we know we're like, okay, we're kind of tired of this. It's not worth selling it. Mm-hmm. I'll price it out um, on mm-hmm. auction because I know an auction will go, mm-hmm. like it'll sell. Yeah. But I always make sure that in auction I have the lowest price that I am happy with mm-hmm. and I always charge for shipping. So, you put, yeah. so like if I'm selling, an, let's say I'm selling a vintage t-shirt that didn't really sell for that much, uh-huh. I'll throw it up and I'll be like, you know what, I'll sell this thing for $7, yeah. like six ninety nine, but I'll charge like 4 or $5 shipping mm-hmm. yep. and then I'll let the market determine like where it's worth. Sometimes exactly. it'll, it'll sell for slightly more, it might sell for like 12 mm-hmm. 13 bucks, yeah. or sometimes it'll sell for the $7 and yeah. it's like, what, I'll make my money back, I'm happy, the buyer's happy, it's good money. to go and just get rid of that item. Definitely. So shout out to Chester from the T dot up in Canada. Canada. Yeah, from yeah, Canada. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate appreciate yeah. you sending that because yeah. sometimes it, it for us even for for me sometimes I forget like the the, the everyday struggle of uh-huh. a new um, reseller. Yeah, that's right. Hustle hard, homie. <laughs> I told him that idea. You know, that's right. Hustle hard, <laughs> homie. Man, shoot. Yeah, man. But uh, 
What's how sales, man? How sales going for you? Not too bad. Um, the weekend was pretty good. Not yeah. the weekend. I think on fr on Friday we had about five sales, five mm -hmm. or six sales. Good. Um, on Sunday or Saturday we had another like five or six, and then on Sunday we had another five or six. Oh, so you good? So we were, selling. It wasn't like I mean, cause we're mm -hmm. we're not like the biggest resellers out mm -hmm. there, yeah. but for me I, it was it was pretty good, man. Um, we what had you, a solid weekend. What do you contribute to that success? Is the items they're selling, or is it just the activity you think? I think, um, like you're saying, like to get more sales. I think it's a mixture of everything. I think um, eBay algorithm is very pattern based. Mm -hmm. So the more you list, and it, like I'm not saying like list every every day. If you don't, you don't yeah. have to really. Mm -hmm. You could like list. Let's say you list once a week, but you list all your items. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but if you, I think it just wants you to be on the uh, eBay app and on the mm -hmm. um, website. Right. Yeah. And it wants you to just be listening. You know, capture your, your pattern mm -hmm. and then kind of like tailor the algorithm to yeah. you. It's it's really weird because mm -hmm. there's been, I've tried different methods where I like list 10 items one day or 15 items one day. I think one time I listed 20 items in one day mm -hmm. and I saw sales. And then I've listed, sometimes I list like five or eight items every day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I see sales like that day or the next day. Yeah. And then the next day I don't I don't list at all, and I'll still see sales. So it's really weird. It's just, yeah. It's a very strange uh, algorithm, and I don't think anyone understands it properly. Yeah, and this people speculate like, you know, it's the for, the forty eight hour rule after you list that it, you're kind of stay hot, and then you then once you list again, but understand eBay loves sales. So if you're not selling, they're not gonna bump your stuff up so that's why it's important to we appreciate mm -hmm. accept some offers send offers you know yeah. stuff like that so. so so yeah so i'm glad you brought that up i i try to send offers every day i said it I, I took your advice i send probably around this time now i think when you say you send them late afternoon i it, it varies sometimes i'll send them in the morning sometimes mm -hmm. i'll send them in the afternoon sometimes mm -hmm. when i get home because yeah. i've done my listing and i know that i have some send offers mm -hmm. so it really just depends. It see, that, and that's hard because, like, okay, we're we're on um, what? Where are we at? Midwest. Yeah, we call that. Um, so, for us, like, when you're sending offers, like, let's say it's in the afternoon, it's at night. The mm -hmm. people on the West Coast is they're a couple hours behind. Yeah. So it's a different time time period of, yeah. of the day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like you got to think about like, okay, if you're going to bed, you're most likely gonna if people are gonna make buy some items from you and you're on this side of mm -hmm. the United States. You're gonna be most likely selling to people in the California or sure. uh, Washington. Yep. You know what I mean. So you kind of have to pick like, not guess or guesstimate. Or sometimes mm -hmm. I sometimes I get too strategic. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm gonna send some offers at 10 o'clock at night mm -hmm. because I know people are gonna be watching it yeah. on the West Coast. But sometimes I when I do that, I'm selling something vintage that I know that they'll like a little bit better That's true. because yeah. the culture over there likes it's like more vintage. We they are, like more like the, they're more like yeah. hip than this side yeah, of the we, United we're, States. We're some hippies in Cali. I ain't gonna lie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, it really just depends. I say, yeah. honestly, I would say um, play around with it. Yeah, I do. And figure out like what works best for you. Yeah. No, I, agree. I, I found most of my success doing it at night. Then I'll wake up to like a couple of sales. You're like, oh, from the offers. Because, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. And people are at home, actually, they're not at work. Um, they're browsing a little bit at night or on their phones or whatever. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, just play with it and see what works for you. Mm -hmm. That's dope, man. So you want to share some bolos? Bolos? Let's do it. All right, you started off, man. Man, we know the bolos. Let me get All right, I'll start it off. 
Um, this one wasn't a huge sale, a little bit smaller sale. Um, it was uh, Skechers. Skechers is tough. They're, they're tough, but man, Skechers sells. Yeah, for me, we've been pretty successful with Skechers, which I can't, I, uh -huh. I don't understand why, because it's a, a very common brand. But these were, they kind of look like Uggs, but they were Skechers. Hmm. So we picked them up for, I want to say like three or four dollars, mm -hmm. and we ended up selling them for twenty-five plus ships. So I think they ended up paying like thirty-five. Well, yeah, I can't even knock you because I, yeah, I just sold some Skechers. There you go. See some shape up, uh, like the little Mary J shape up sketcher sandals. Oh, okay, yeah, I know so exactly what they are. I think I've sold like three pair of those. So those are the only sketchers I pick up, like some of those. But yeah, I agree, sketchers. But you gotta comp them. Put check the comps on sketchers because mm -hmm. you'll find some boys that go for like ten dollars and you pay like three dollars. It's not worth it. Right. Yep. Nike Shock sell. Oh, never mind. They still sell, but this order was canceled because the lady she fell asleep. Oh, one. yeah. So just, okay, talk a little bit about that. That's a little Man, weird. So let's, weird. Let's add that to the end of this it episode. It was so weird. Yo, so I had this lady. Uh, I sent her an offer. Uh, then the next morning, she accepted, paid. Like, cool, I'm going to ship this out ASAP. And I get a, a message, I get a um, uh, message, like, hours later. Hey, can you cancel this order? I was like, oh, what's the reason? And uh, she's like, yeah, I bought it. I fell asleep. I was like, you fell asleep? She's like, yeah, I didn't mean to buy it. I fell asleep. I was like, huh? Do you like sleep shop or something? It was so weird. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I was reading also, too, kind of related on the Read It boards. Just as, if you get on Read It, it's a great resource. Read It, Flipping, like the subread it. Um, there's been a lot of apparently people's kids ordering stuff <laughs> and counseling orders. Oh. There's like a board of people. Like they keep tally of it. it's hilarious. Um, I, that happened to me once. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was on a, a starter Pacers jacket. Uh huh. Um, someone bought it and they didn't pay, so I sent them a message saying, "Hey, I'm ready to ship this item yeah. out." And the person was like, "I'm so sorry, my little yeah. my little one bought this because he wanted it, uh -huh. but can you cancel the order?" So oh man, it does happen. It's kind of strange, but it yeah. does happen. That's crazy. Um, and another bolo. I think I'm gonna leave y'all with this one. Do not sleep on the workwear. Mm, so, mm -hmm. like, I just sold, it, I don't know how I copped this one. It's brand new with tags. I paid, like, eight bucks for it. It's the Workrite. It's a flame-resistant jacket that people wear to work. Um, on top of that, I mean, I sold it for $54.77. Um, shipping is only, like, I think it was fit in, uh, 733 padded. Mm -hmm. But um, there, in the past, I've sold Taco Bell shirts. Mm -hmm. Like, the top actual Taco Bell shirts they wear at work. I think I sold a lot of two for, like, $30. And I paid, like, 99 cents for them both. Dang. So do not sleep on the workwear. Just check the comps. Check comps, for sure. That's huge. So I sold some other, like, flame-resistant gear, you know. So don't sleep on that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can go wherever and find that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't sleep on the Carhartt. You, you put me on a Carhartt that yeah, Carhartt I totally sells. missed out. You know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So Even even if the Carhartt has, like... Even if it's banged up. Even if, I was going to say, even if it has stains and it's, like, used, it yeah. still sells because, like, yeah. some people need it right away or... Yeah. They're, they like a specific Carhartt that they don't make anymore yep. or whatnot. So that works. Last bolo for me that I'll share with you guys is um, we sold this. It's really strange. It's a cash register. Uh -huh. It's like a it's a piggy bank, like a yeah. savings bank or whatever, but uh -huh. it's, a, it's a shape of a cash register. Um, I listed it last Friday at, right at work around like 3. Mm-hmm. Sold by 10 yeah. p.m. that night. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't even last 12 hours. Dang. Sold really fast. We picked it up for a dollar. Ended up selling for 35 plus ship. Mm -hmm. And they were happy with it. All right. 
Mm. So don't sleep on some vintage items. Sometimes oh, you never ever sleep on. Vintage. Sometimes okay, if, if you look at like it's hard to sell vintage items because some yeah. vintage items do not sell. Yeah, but it, sometimes they do. So it's just yep. like you have to do like you were saying. You just got to check the comps mm-hmm. and see what you think and see if you can sell it. Well, if you find so, what if you say you think you have some straight fire, but there's no comps or solds, you pass. On a on a vintage item. Yeah. See, two well. Two scenarios would happen. I had to put him on the spot, people. Uh, the first scenario would be it won't sell, right? Yeah. Easy as that. Mm-hmm. So I would evaluate that for me personally would be how much does the item cost? I'm about to say, yeah. Is it worth picking up? Mm-hmm. If it, if the item's only going to cost you a few dollars, yeah. but you have a potential of like quadrupling it, like mm-hmm. let's say you pick up an item for three bucks, but there's no comps, there's nothing on it. Sometimes I, I Google it. I try to search it oh, on yeah, Google, right? Yeah. If I find any information, I make sure that I have it in the keywords and yep. I have it in the description. True. And then that's an opportunity for you to enter that market and dictate your price. Good you point. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's no competition. Yeah. So if someone's looking for that particular item, they might buy it right away or it might just sit there for a long time. Yep. But if it's $3, eh, it might be worth it. That's true. Interesting. Just something to think about. I feel you on that. I always like that food for thought. I, I like to give yeah. people things that they can think about, and yep. they're like, just like, hmm, maybe I should try this. Maybe I should try that. Oh, that's cool. That's where you make money. So, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Right on, dude. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up our episode today. Just remember to refine your store, understand the shipping materials, mm-hmm. understand the vintage market, yep. understand how to hustle hard. Hustle hard, homie. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions, you can always send us a message on breakroombreakdown at gmail.com. You can always send me a message at High Stop Repurpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Warhop on Instagram without the period. All right, guys, stay hungry. Hustle hard, homies. Hey. Peace.